Project Racing presents show us your tips. Weekend preview time, Daggy and Beaver with you to look towards Rose Hill and return to racing at Mooney Valley. Uh, Beaver, how are you travelling through the week? Mate, travelling well. Um, no great shakes, nothing to report in, mate. Uh, just uh, keep pressing on. Sounds about right. Um, I guess we'll get straight into some racing. Hey, we're at Rose Hill, where uh, it is currently a heavy nine. Uh, good day today, I think. Any drizzle that was going to come through was coming through last night, so it's probably still going to be heavy. I don't think it's getting too much better than heavy. Everything's a bit wet at the moment, Grant. So, yes. uh, rail in the four-metre mark from the winning post to the 1,500 through the remainder. Let's see how well you can make up ground before we go looking for back markers, I guess. Um, yeah, I think that's right. We'll kick off with the highway. Uh, have you got anything here to start the day over the 1,200 metres? Um, it was an interesting race, this one. Um, I think there's some fairly decent uh, highway horses in this, uh, sort of the top five or six in the market. have, have all been, performed pretty well of recently. I just settled on So Country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one that's last two, it's third up here. And I just think the draw um, of the top four, it's got the six barrier and all the others are drawn right off the track um, in a 1200 meter race, which means they're probably gonna have to do a bit of work early or drop back in the field and I'm not sure how much ground you can make up from there. So I thought just um, based on seven starts, being in the place of all of them and one well at Rose Hill last start, I thought it might be the hardest to beat um, in an open affair uh, with the right run. Beautiful. Uh, We'll get to the second, which is the two-year-old 1100 metre race. This is the race of the day, isn't it? This is a cracker. Uh, this is a cracker and a pretty open market as well. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's <laughs> longer the field this morning. About six fifty the field this morning. Uh, you can I can make cases for four or five horses. We're going to obviously know more after the race. Uh, at the moment, at the current prices, I'm I'm happy to have something on Sweet Ride. Who came through some of the early slipper lead ups. Trials last trial was fantastic, but has trialed up pretty well for this. And I think Snick Cat's still a big price. Just notice it's lost a jockey here. Um. If it runs, around the 20 to 1, uh, again, has formed through Cool and Gadda, uh, Russian Conquest and Sajard, and who, uh, and we talked about it coming back a couple of weeks back, being saved here. I imagine it probably doesn't want to start on a heavy, but at the 20s, uh, happy to sort of spec around there as well. Uh, but there's horses like um, Salaseal, who had a nice de- debut down in <coughs> Melbourne, um, and Voldemort, uh, even Athletica wasn't too bad first up. A great race. Um Main place for me, like I said, probably the one and the seven at the moment. Beaver, what have you made of this? Yeah, it's a bit similar to you. I kind of started at the, the top of the market and went, yeah, geez, that looks a good chance. And oh, that's a good chance. Oh, that's a good chance. <laughs> I just kept working through them going, yeah, you've got some interesting form lines. These and they, they look to be going okay. So I did I did find it a, quite a tricky race and could have made cases for a few, but I did the same as you. I landed on Sweet Bride just off the back of its trial. I thought it was an outstanding trial and looked to be packed with plenty of potential when last in work and had some nice um, nice form back then. So I've gone for it and thought that the 10 gate wasn't too bad. Um, but as I said, Voldemort looks to have some ability uh, just drawn wide. So that, that concerned me a bit, same as Hell I Am. But you're right, Salasil also won. It was impressive enough for stuff and would have improved a lot from that. So really open race, you know, sweet road on top that you could easily save on uh, sort of have a, uh, a 60, you know, 65, 20, 15 bet um, and have a good win on the race or some savers. 
Yeah. Any thought on these first-up horses, given how wet it's been, um, getting them ready, or is, is every horse just in the same... Everyone's just in the same boat without track work and... Who knows well, I think they're happening. all a little bit in the, the a little yeah. bit in the same it's boat. Been, I think it's only been raining for six months. I think a lot of these trainers would have got the amount of work into these horses that they would have wanted before their first start, anyway. So even with some of those limits, they would have um, still would have been a similar similar prep. They might have only got the one trial in except two, but um, for those young horses, I don't think that's as, as huge big deal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. It. I think um, yeah, we well on the way to the spring three-year-old stuff i guess uh midway is race three over the 1300 meters benchmark 72 as usual uh i think uh, i think bardicelli is ready now it's now third up gets nash going on um after the last couple just missed um coming through the last midway a couple of weeks back and uh i think it's the starting point here and I'm, i was giving out of the same race uh air to air a chance you missed the start um, what, two or three lengths, uh, ran on well, uh, drawn for down the outside, so I guess it'll be the back last, so hopefully we can see him making ground by then, but if we can, I think the double-figure price around it is a decent one as well. The other two I was starting with here, Beaver, yourself? Yeah, not a not a race I want to get too tied up in. Um, pretty open market, so plenty of value there, but uh, super hard to get a line on some of these forms all over the shop. I said it on Pandora Blue, Um Sort of bit up and down in its form, but I, I tipped it two starts back when it won, um, and it was a nice win at Randwick and uh, at Nice Odds. So I thought that was quite good. And then it went up to Grafton um, in the Ramorny and only finished three lengths off Rangers, which um, would win this race. So I thought that was okay form line. If it can get enough, if it can get across and getting get a little bit of cover, could finish in the finish at Beach Way Odds. Race four is the 1,800-metre benchmark 78. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, another really open field here. I think, you know, you won't need to back many winners to, to come out on top at Throwsill on the weekend. Um, again, uh, tricky form lines, um, a little bit all over the shop here, so you'd have to watch the market. A few horses coming back uh, a bit in distance, which worried me a little bit. Um, I come up with notions. Um, and settled on it. I thought it'd be hard to beat last start. It ran a really nice race, just nutted on the line by Ice Crusher, who just had to sit on it um, and got to the better part of the track at Randwick. Um, hoping it can get in a good posse here and Collett can um, produce it at the right time. But again, plenty of chances. Um, six or seven can win this. Even a horse at 15s, Mount Felicity, which we, we had a bit of a liking for last week, um, can run well. Yeah, I, I ended up, I know it's... Uh, 24 back to 18, but I have stacked with uh, Idrisil, who uh, won well, uh, looked to swim through the, the heavy at Rose Hill uh, a few weeks back. It's missed the run last week, so I'm assuming that's why it's just come back in distance. And I think fits in pretty well in this race uh, with a lot of the midway lead up here. And I was giving a chance to um, Lovely Esteem, who's now third up and gets J-Mac. Uh, he's been working through, some, working through pretty well here, and Waller tends to be a a pattern trainer wheel aim for this third or fourth up to to be the way to go. So I'm I'm going uh, Idrisil from Lovely Esteem in in race four. Yeah, the problem with Idrisil for me was it just didn't strike me as a horse that had a natural turn of foot. Yeah, um, it seemed to in winning that twenty four hundred just that, that wound into its work and just um, worked them down. And that's you know coming off the back of that eighteen hundred 
I'm not sure it'll have the brilliance. It could be, I could be wrong. Um, some of these just might get the, the pip here, but you know, a couple of these haven't been out to 1800 and might be more mild horses. So, mm. um, We'll see. Yeah, when I did the form, I envisioned just being a complete bog, so I thought it might be a slog by the time they get to the post, but it, it may be slightly, I think it might be better than that now, so uh, a little bit colder than I was maybe Wednesday night. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, race, but good call on the leaders too, anyway. Uh, race 5, 1100 metre benchmark, 72. Uh, Shades of Rose was, was slaughtered last time, there's no nice way to say it. Comes here, This is a this is barely a a midway race, uh, and it gets J-Mac from Rachel King. Uh, pretty keen. It's going to bounce forward. There'll be no stuffing around. He'll either take up a nice spot or just take the lead up and not sit three or four wide on pace and uh, and put this field to bed, I'm pretty sure. What have you thought? Yes, Sammy, she absolutely slaughtered last start. Last start was a disgrace. Um, just don't know, you know. If I was an owner, putting some of those jockeys on board that just slaughter horses and consistently do it um, has me beat. Uh, but hey, uh, I don't know that you know some of these horses. Um, it was just given. It, it did well to finish where it did. Mm. Um, as far as I'm concerned, my only concern is that how much did that run take out of it, um, and how did it pull up? It was only early in the prep, so hopefully okay. Um, and this isn't a tough field, so yeah, clearly on top for me. Only you know. If I, I would say it's a great price on, on the back of um, of that run, and my only concern is that you know it wasn't wasn't uh, murdered last start, um, and yeah, moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Even the ones you want to find away from it, the plagiarise has been terrible um, yeah. last couple of runs. You know, and what else are you going to talk about? Race six uh, is a benchmark seventy-two over thirteen hundred meters. We're um, pretty keen on one. I think uh, this is a, a fairly thin race, and I think um, Kanazawa meets it off a, a great win. It was very nice, soft through the line. Uh, comes here, and I'm saying, I'm just saying that form is a bit stronger than the Kalino lead up, uh, even though that has been franked as well. So, going to go with Kanazawa. Uh, the market's now right because I was actually going to make a case for Manhood, who has come out. Is it going to Queensland? Do you know? Or? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll win up there again. But um, in the last, yeah, yeah, it's sticking with uh, sticking with Kanazawa here. It almost an each way price, and I think the only danger, if there is one, is Kalino, and you can again probably back them both. Um, yeah, good betting race, I think. What did you make of this? Yeah, I made the same. I made the same one. I was when I when I first clicked on the form and just started looking through this. I kind of went Kanazawa. Or I really was impressed with its win last start. Thought, yeah, gets the claim, and then I looked at the price and went, "Am I missing something?" <laughs> um, you know, four dollars fifty mark. I thought was was uh, very good odds. I would have had it probably more three fifty mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you get a point better now, and I think it'll start shorter. So I think at, at this point in time, um, yeah, really good bet, and uh, quite surprised by the price. It was impressive last start, and I expect it's probably had some natural improvement. Agree, agree. Uh, first leg of the quaddy over the 1,800 metres, benchmark 78. Who are you going to start the quaddy off with? Yeah, this is an interesting race again. Um, I was just trying to, to sort of get a gauge on Wicklow and where it's at and how it fits into this race. Um, there's quite a gap in the market from him to the next next runner. Um, I just thought I'd go for something like Aramis uh, when I worked through the form. 
We closed pretty inconsistent. It's got the 60 kgs. I just thought Aramis presented a little bit more value. Um, gets a nine nine kilo pull in the weights uh, from the favourite at eight dollars. Um, it's won its last two starts. It's it's a progressive type horse. Um, sits off the pace. He'll finish off okay. Um, and horses winning at tracks like Grafton and coming here um, can always show up. So I just thought uh, might be worth a play at eight dollars. I'm sticking with Wicklow. Uh, just forget about Grafton. It was uh, yeah, just never in that race. This comes back here to this is a midway race. That Caesar Palace race was was average. Yep. Um, glad I backed Caesar Palace, but it was average. Uh, and I think the only danger here, Aramis, obviously progressive. So um, and and down into weights on the bog track is is a bit of a danger. And other than that, Fjordland's the only other danger. So I, I'm pretty keen. Wicklow runs well here inside gate. I don't think it gets all the way back here. Waller will, uh, Waller Bowman will have that in the um, the better spot than it has been. So I think it's a good bet. Um, that said, still probably want around at least what it is now. Wouldn't want to defend too much more. Um, yeah, interesting. This is a special achievement. Shelby 66 handicap. I don't remember it running over 1,800 metres. But... <laughs> Let's move on to the feature on the card is the 1,500 metre listed race, the Winter Challenge. Uh, who have you got here? Yeah, nice little race again. A um, couple of interesting horses from uh, overseas horses that are now sort of established here in Australia, Gold Trip and Durston. Um, particularly got a really close eye on Durston. Mm. Um, it won a nice race at Caulfield last preparation, uh, beating Nankayan, uh, which is pretty good form. And then uh, right to that, ran a pretty close up fourth behind Hosier, which is a good horse after coming from GB. So got a keen eye on it to see how it runs first up. So wouldn't uh, leave it out. But I, I settled on crosstalk. Um, I think it's well-weighted here. I think it's drawn well. And I think it can take up a really good uh, position in running. And its last start was uh, really, really, really impressive to the 1,400. I think the 1,500 suits. And I've got it on top. Um in a good race. I'm sticking with Jojo. <laughs> Still should be unbeaten this prep. And uh, argue, you know, it's probably an argument. Should have even got the protest there. But um, going well. Uh, it does have the win over Crosstalk a couple back. And I think it uh, can continue its streak. Crosstalk will be up on control and was impressive. And, and Wardhouse up in distance might be enough to turn the tables on Jojo. Uh, they're the two I'll, I'll look at predominantly for the race. Uh and I'll throw the two imports into the quaddie when we get to that. But uh, going to stick with Jojo one more time here. Race 9, 1100 metre benchmark 94, where I am... Well, this again, this is uh, one you can just... I went through this race and was able to just pen all of the field bar two. Easy single on top. Uh, Jay Collett loves a wet. And... Um, will run well here from Siege, who uh, was unlucky last time and uh, hopefully can get out early enough to have a crack at it. I think the market says that they need to, and uh, I think there's still enough in the prices to play the race that way. Uh, I cannot make a case for a single other horse. What about yourself? Yeah, I was the same. I couldn't find a case for anything else by those two. Um, I flipped to Siege, but very nervously given the jockey. Um, 
but I just think uh, the, the three gate can sit behind the pace and hopefully pop out at the right time here um, and just get the better run. Uh, has a couple of kilo pulling the weights and I think, as you said, pretty unlucky last start and can improve here. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's much between these two. Um, and I'm quite surprised they're both at $4. Obviously, as you say, you can probably do a 75-25 split, um, save on one and back the other and uh, come out okay. Yep. Uh, we wrap up the day, 1,300-metre benchmark 78. This uh, this gala event at the end of the card, fever. have you got anything you like? Uh, it is a colour event, isn't it? Um, interesting. I settled on two. Um, I've put near one on top. Well, if that's how you say it. Close Narone, Narone. Yeah. I don't know which way, however they pronounce it. But I've got it on top around the $7 mark. Gets J-Mac on board here. Um, loves, loves the heavy going. Uh, I know it's coming from Melbourne, which uh, is, is hard to line up that form. Um but, yeah, just loves the heavy going, hence probably, yeah, this will suit here. I think the, the the distance suits and it's drawn well enough, so I think it's hard to beat. But, yeah, certainly can uh, make major toffee glass. Um, it was, you know, perfect ride last start, um, sat off the pace and finished off nicely and was just too good for him. Um, and, and it's going really well at the moment. I think it can, can also be in the finish. I'll just have, again, those two on top and probably back both of them. Yeah, very tricky race. Um, I'll, I'll be playing if just a few small bets at a price. One being Silent Agenda, going pretty well. Uh, should roll forward with the stablemate there, Titanium Power. They'll both run well here. Neroni, you've mentioned, um, I think fits in well, especially if the track does stay wet. Uh, and even Safika, if it does back up, I think third up, <laughs> five-day backup can, uh, can or four-day backup can run well again, um, just slightly up in distance. But, um, yeah, yeah tr- I backing up. I imagine it doesn't, but um, tricky, tricky race. Um, I'll get to the quarter numbers in a moment, and I, I, I'm not sure the the silent agenda, mate. Yeah, distance, fifteen starts, no wins. Track, three starts, no wins. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you pluck that one from, but hey, that's right. We'll find out after Saturday. Uh, but no, it is might well be around with horse. Anyway, let's get to the quaddy. Uh, I'm going to go with in the first leg. Number one, Wicklow. Number 13, Fjordland. 14, Aramis. In the second leg, one, Gold Trip. 10, Durston. Nine, Jojo was a man. And 12, Cross Talk. Seven, Easy Single. And 10, Siege in the second last. And we'll come home with one, Titanium Power. Seven felt silent gender, nine Neroni, ten Surlamur, thirteen Torfik Lass, sixteen Safika if it's here, seventeen Papal Warrior. Have you got a best in value for Rose Hill? Um I do. Um my now you caught because I wasn't um, wasn't thinking. My best is race six, number one, Kanazawa. I think it can um, run really well. And my value bet comes up in race four, number eight, Notions. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to make my best uh, Wicklow in that uh, in the staying race. There, I had my value Kanazawa uh, when it was a five fifty. Has come in a little bit, so we might go with uh, Sweet Ride as well as a bit of value as well uh, at Rose Hill. Uh, check out progretracing.com.au for all the goings on there. 
Uh, if you enjoy the show, subscribe and uh, leave a bit of feedback as well on YouTube. Uh, but we head down to the Valley, first time since March. We have the rail in the three metre mark, which is generally the fairest position, traditionally. Uh, but first use of the track for a while. A bit scared it might be inside there at the Valley, but we'll... We'll wait and see. Uh, a little bit of drizzle around tonight. Currently a soft track, but clear for the weekend, so should should be all good there. We kick off, though, with um, the staying contest to start the day. How are you going to start the day down south, Beaver? Yeah, I think the track here right here um, plays a big part and it makes it a, a it's almost, significantly uh, yeah. tricky without knowing how that's going to play, as you said. You almost have to give um, out a couple of <laughs> sets of tips. Yeah, it's almost a bit like that tipping at, at this stage. Um, if the rails is the fast lane and on pace, um, which can be the case at Mini Valley, um, you may have to uh, adapt your thinking uh, rather quickly throughout the race day. Look, I stuck with Diagrilar on top um, in this race. I just think it's the best horse in the race. I, I wasn't happy with the way it was ridden last start. I thought they rode it sitting outside the lead. It's not the place to be. Um, in such a good race and it just proved the case. Um, they had the Sydney shot on it. and But I thought it stuck on really well, still to only finish a length from them. I thought that was I thought that was a really impressive run. Um, so it's got it's got the top trainer going around at the moment in Paddy Payne. Um, so I've stuck with it on top. It's a small field, so I probably can position up here, one out, one back. Um, but if it is the fast lane on the inside and leaders, not usual, Glories will be hard to run down. But uh, the daggy on top, um, yeah. I agree. Uh, all things being equal, I think it's the best horse by a, a, a space, to be honest. But the so it's on top. Uh, I like the way it can hopefully a slingshot in this race um, and be very hard to beat. The the concern I did have is, like you said, if, if not usual, Glorious can just get a jiggy drug up front for a mile and ping off the bend there going to be hard to catch so and the market does reflect that but i think um all things being equal dagler is is should win this race more often than it doesn't race two we've got a pair of the two-year-old races over the 955 next on the card the boys version comes up first well i was going to just have a spec on uh Keysboro here the the hawks horse uh jumpers outs have been good a couple of nice ones earlier in the year then a nice one again leading here uh, inside gate, Craig Williams going uh, obviously going quite well at the moment, heading into spring, and um, happy to spec it given the rest of the lead up forms coming from you know Hawkesbury. So I um I was with it to to start off here. What do you think, Beaver? Same same. I went for Keith as well. Uh, first starter, got a child up okay, and I thought it got into this race quite nicely. It's three gate. Uh, I think it could be the one to watch, and uh, around the five dollars thought that uh, presented a nice bet. Race three is the nine fifty-five uh, for the girls, two-year-olds. Um, what have you made of this one? Yeah, really, really, really good race. This one. Um, trying to line up. I settled on the two um, blue colours, uh, one from the Freeman Stable and one from the Cummings Stable. Um, I thought they presented as the two hardest to beat. Was trying to sort of line those up. I settled on Bistro. Um, just thought it got it. Got a slightly better draw, um, but both have set up nicely here. Good top jocks on board. Uh, just had it on top, thought it might get the right run in transit. Uh, but Bia was a bit unsure where it might get to. It may get caught a three, bit, three wide and prove a little bit tricky for it. But uh, 
yeah, some good form coming through those horses. So Bistro for me. Yeah, I was keen on Bistro too. Uh, trials coming back for this. You're always keen on a Bistro, man. That is true. Uh, <laughs> never let that not be said. So uh, that from, uh, from, in fact, she's a more. Uh, so, yeah, I have not much to add. Straight to the Bistro, uh, but I do think the, the Moody horse jumped out quite quite well as well. So they were the two I was looking at here. Uh, and we'll just move on from that race then, on that note. Uh, 24, 20, 40 metre, another one of these three-year-old races is up next. Uh, I, I've decided to just go completely away from all the lead-up form we've seen in town for the last month, um, just because I'm sick of it all. And uh, went looking for the fresh blood here. First of all, Matthew, who resumed with a nice win. Um, looked pretty impressive. Resumed at a mile and ran away from the field there. And uh, who was the other one I had going away from that? Uh, and obviously Shockamover, who again bolted in on debut uh, straight up to the 2,000 metres. And um, I'm just sick of every other horse in this race, so I'll play with those two. What have you made of this? Yeah, interesting, interesting affair. This um, actually, the the top five horses are all trained by um, trainers that uh, I'm keen to follow. So Paddy Payne, Priska, and uh, Brisbane, they all seem to be going well at the moment, and particularly with their stayers. So um, good, tra- good trainers to follow. So made made it a tricky race for me, but I just thought Matthew was super impressive um, first up. It really put you know it was well found in the market. I sat in the right spot and then just bang, beat them really easy. It was in weaker class company, but um, it, it was impressive. Um, and coming from the pain stable, again, may have a bit of ability and can step through the grades, but any uh, of the others are a danger. But $5, I thought, was just a really nice bet. Going ridiculous as well, the, the pain stable at the moment. Yeah. Uh, what about the one last week? Look, I was going to run last uh, and still won anyway. 2,500 metres staying race is up next, a benchmark 78. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, look, uh, another pretty open race, but uh, some horses here that uh, tend to plod and sort of finish close to the the, the money but don't, don't get there. I'm sticking with Ridger. Um, thought it bounced back to form. Got Finally got the right run at Sandown last start and... Slightly back in in company, uh, was very powerful to the line. One well got to the middle of the track and put pay to him with car on board. Uh, car sticks here. Lindsay Smith going well. Uh, this sets up nicely. Uh, got the twenty four hundred metre run under its belt. And I think this can go on with it now. Yeah, they they're just not races. You you can I don't think you just win on these sort of races over time. So. Uh, don't have a great deal of confidence, but I, I just if Farago backs up here, I think we'll run well again for Craig Williams. Um, you mentioned Rudya, uh, and maybe maybe Black Queen down to this level from Sydney, but um, if I'm having a bet, it, it'll be Farago, I think. The Quaddy kicks off race six with the 1800 meter benchmark 78. Uh, again, I'm not sure this is a race you can really win on here either. Um, I've ended up with who have I ended up with here? Ah, oh. yeah, I've I've stuck with Thalassophile. Um, if we're swoopers, uh, it's now her breakthrough. If it's it's drawn well enough to to come on down the middle of the track, she'll be racing that way. So it on top. Um, and I thought Cyclone Salio did overperform in Sydney last start and might want a heavy track. So maybe the drier gets maybe less advantageous. 
but I do think it's going pretty well. But again, low confidence here. Yourself? Yeah, I was, I was a little bit the same. I kind of went looking for something in this, um, and I end up pretty much coming back to American Angel um, on the basis of a, of a few things. It's a fairly consistent horse, um, but it has some good. It has one at this track. It's uh, best forms over this distance. Um, and it now gets third up after a couple of nice little runs. It's first up run, finished off really nicely, um, carrying some weight behind Belarus, which I thought was impressive. And then probably sat a bit closer to the pace and plugged away nicely. Last start behind Grand Remore. Um, so I think it gets out now to the 1600 metres. It's drawn gate two, so Lane can put it where it wants in and running. And if you go back, um, it won. It was it was started favourite at Mooney Valley and beat Classy Miss fairly comfortably when back earlier this year, uh, won nicely at Caulfield and had some other good form in other uh, decent enough races. So I thought it might just be ready to win now. Um, but, yeah, there's plenty of other chances. Race seven is the mile uh, for three-year-olds where I am. Um actually get to be keen on one after a couple of races but uh jimmy the bear's flying going really well uh, as is the stable uh honest last time two nice wins before that getting to the valley is always a question mark but i think this is a a pretty weak affair when you take the rest of um when you take jimmy out of it i think the main danger is the fresh blood here Peter turn who went out with a lovely win and did compete in the uh, in the australian guineas so i'm gonna go three from one and and fairly keen that's close to the race here what have you made of it yeah, um, good little race here. Um, you're right, Jimmy's going well, but I'm going to back set to profit. Um, two starts back at one nicely at Donald um, and was well backed in that race uh, in the market and killed them. And then last start, it was a dual acceptor in Melbourne and Murray Bridge. Um, and I tipped it in Melbourne and I nearly missed it at Murray Bridge and I was watching the race and I went, oh, set the profit's gone to Murray Bridge. So I, I jumped on it. Paid four dollars fifty there and just beat him easy. Um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just I think it just keeps improving and stepping through. Cars on board. Friedman's good at placing these horses, and I think the four gate it's going to sort of sit uh, one out, one back, one out, two back, and it, it will be hitting the line. I think uh, Moody Valley might suit it. No, fair call eh? uh, Race eight is the mile benchmark hundred. Uh, uh, Chief Altney. Is uh, is in the market, the leading the market at the moment. Is it is this its race, Beaver? Well, it's it, it has to be. Um, it came to Sydney last start and just heavy track, and and the way that race was run was never was never really going to win. Um, I think here it gets in with you know a featherweight on its back, fifty one and a half gate nine suits. Uh, I think Moody Valley is is a good enough. Uh, track for it where it can just uh, sit sit and sprint. It's ran two two places. Uh, goes well this this distance. Uh, it's now and ever for Chief Altony in this preparation. Yeah, now um yeah you're right now and ever it, it it should be its race, but it also hasn't been winning some of these races either. And it can find issues, but um on top for me, uh, if I had to find a danger. Probably Tavi Dance, who across the line with uh, his our Bonneville last time, that that fits in well here with Jamie Caron if we're running on, uh, and thought of that might roll along on pace and and be very hard to get past if you if you're looking elsewhere. But um, I think this might be Chiefs race. 
And we finish the day with a... Where's my book? It stops working. With a benchmark 70 over the 1,200 metres, which was very tricky. I, I've finished up with home rule on top. Honest little bugger. He'll roll along close to the pace and we'll give you a sight um, around the each-way price there. And I've I've got uh, Gold Spark next pick, whose go, whole go in life is, is racing second up. So... If it can peak here again, it w- might run better than the $13 suggests. But uh, I think this is a tricky race. There's a couple of horses that are coming off nice wins, Beaver. Yeah, mate, I've got uh, Invisible Jet resuming on top here. I um, think, think it presents a really good bet at the double-figure odds. Uh, its trial was fantastic at Cranbourne. Um, it'll set up here. It'll jump and run. Um, and it'll it'll take some catching. Uh, 1,200 metres here really suits. I think it's ready and raring to go. Has won up the track before, uh, which which I think um, is a bonus. And I, I think at the double-figure odds, you'll get a really good sight. Lovely. Uh, do you want to get through your Melbourne quaddy? Yes, my Melbourne quaddy. Um, so in the first leg, I have got... Uh, Number two, American Angel. Number three, Zula. Number 11, Thalassophil. Number 15, It's True. And number 13, Rosetsu. It's going quite wide in that market. I think it's a pretty open affair. In the next leg, I've gone number one. Free to turn, number two, Ungawa, number three, Jimmy the Bear, and number 10, Set to Profits. Yep. In in the eighth race, I've gone numbers 12, Tabby Dance, number 13, Lakeen, and number 14, Chief Altony. And to finish the day, uh, which is what looks to be a pretty tricky race, I've gone number one, Gold Spark. Number four, Condos Express. Number six, Invisible Jet. Number 11, Home Rule. And num- number 17, For Real Life. Beautiful. I'm going to make... I'm going to grade myself up a bit now, but I'm going to make my best uh, Dagula race one, number one, and my value, Matthew, in, in the staying contest for the three-year-olds. Beaver, what's your best in value? My best bet comes up in race five, number four, Ruja. And my value bet comes up in race seven, number 10, set to profit. Lovely. Uh, of course, partners, don't be afraid to leave your best uh, in the comments below. But uh, Beaver, you got your best for Queensland. Yeah, I found a few up in Queensland for us, uh, Daggy. Um, pretty keen on a few up there. Uh, race three, number two, recommendation. Uh, I think it'll be hard to beat, around the six to four. Um, then moving into race five, number 10, Hassan first. It's been kept for this, around the two to one. Uh, I think it can be hard to beat. Um, uh, then moving to race seven, number four, uh, As- Asamu. Uh, again, probably uh, around the two to one, maybe uh, a little bit better than that. No love for Gowonji? Nine to four. I, I think Gowonji is hard to beat. I think that's a two-horse race. Um, oh, yeah, my, 
my concern is that Gowodji might be giving, he's giving the other horse seven kilos and giving it a, a decent start. Yep. Um, and gate 10 is going to have to weave through the traffic uh, where the other one might uh, just just be able to pinch it on that. So um, I kind of just thought that was a, a little bit tricky. And at the prices, I uh, was happy to let it go. No, fair enough. I'd... And then to finish the day, I think you can get the win here in the last race nine, number three, manhood, about even money. Uh, drawn wide, but uh, I think it'll uh, probably start a little bit shorter than that. Yeah, it was very, has been very impressive. Both starts would have given it a chance in Sydney. Good stuff, Beaver. Uh, my best to you on the family this afternoon. Uh, take Thank care. Uh, good punning on the weekend, punters. And we will talk next Tuesday night when we look towards midweek racing. And take care and uh, chat soon.